The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, thanks, Chadville, for weighing in on uh, your shortest job you ever had and the reasons why. More texts are still coming in at 630-630. Keep them coming. I'll circle around uh, back a little later on. Uh, we'll read some more of them. Good stories happening. And yeah, man, we've all had that job. We've all just had something that didn't work. Or maybe you're in that job right now. You've stuck it out for a long time. But the pay is good. But and the, the benefits are great. But the everything else work. sucks. Brandon Graziano joining me in studio this afternoon on his last day with us here at Last day before he heads back to Saskatchewan, and then then I'll head back here uh, some time later in a couple of years. From yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> I'll do exactly what I did last time. I moved here from Saskatchewan, from Regina. Yeah, that's exactly where I moved here mm-hmm. from. Uh, not initially, the second time around, I should say. Initially, I... it was from Lac La Biche. Oh, really? Yeah, I worked in Lac La Biche for uh, for seven months, and then I came to Ched the day after my twenty second birthday. Man. Yeah, that's when Bob hired me. Took me 18 years to get to Chad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Bob really liked me, apparently. Well, Bob didn't. <laughs> yeah, Bob, yeah. It wasn't up to Bob to yeah, hire me. Yeah. So, so there you go. Um, well, it's different. Again, you're just going back to the job thing for a little bit. I think things have changed uh, a lot in, in a lot of different industries. And certainly in our industry, there was a time when you had to ply your trade at all the small places first, right? So whether it was the Thunder Bays, the Sault Ste. Marie's, um, and you would slowly move up, then you'd do the Regina's, then you'd do the Edmonton's, and then sometimes maybe you'd end up in Vancouver, or Toronto, wherever it is that you want. Or even or in the States. Si- or in the yeah. States, stateside. Um, in, in this career, and th- things are different now um, with you know the schools in the city, uh, more and more kids are coming out of school and actually landing a job um, in a, in a major market. And and I'm not I'm not a hundred percent. Actually, I'll be honest with you. I don't like that at all. I do believe that it is a really great idea to work in a smaller market in your career, whatever it is, and to make the mistakes without, yeah, in a smaller with, market without as, a major yeah. without a major city watching you do it. Yeah, and and I, and I totally agree with that. But at the same time, though, uh, and did I ever tell you this that uh, that my first job in Peace River, I was actually lied to, and I traveled all the way across the country for my first job, and it wasn't even the job that I that I applied oh. for. That sucked, mm. right? But I took it anyway, and I ran with on. it. I, I ran with it, and here I am now, right? So uh, that's uh, that's that's basically a very short story there. From Three Hills, Alberta. Hey, Brandon, best of luck on your new adventure. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for all the... Yeah, and he's going to stick around here for the next uh, hour or so. Uh, we t- mentioned this uh, briefly, I think, in the news yesterday. There was a, a Brigham Young study, University of Alberta study on, on marriage, and, and all the headlines that you'll see say that half of those considering divorce have significant change in feelings a year later. Uh, they did this online survey of 3,000 Americans aged 25 to 50 who've been married at least a year. One out of four, so 25% of them, said they had thought about divorce in the last six months. And uh, another thing, too, of those who said that they did think about divorce in the past, but not recently, 90%, which is a very high amount, mm-hmm. said that they glad that they stuck it out with their spouses. Well, here's the thing. On on this one, I, when you say you you've thought about divorce, so have you have you is that meaning you're you're thinking about divorcing your partner, or have you just kind of thought, well, if it ever happened, this is what would end up happening? I think it is a, a little difference. bit vague when it comes to I guess the wording when saying like if you thought you know? about it. Well, I thought about if it did happen, what would happen? What would happen? Yeah. 
So I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm going to assume that the wording was: Have you thought about divorcing, like you personally divorcing yes. your partner in the past, but maybe not recently? And and yeah, and ninety percent of people said that uh, they were actually happy about it. The other ten percent were like, "I made a mistake." Apparently, yeah. and you know, if sticking <laughs> it out, that this thing. I I remember when the first flashes went through my head about getting a divorce from my first husband and it was like it, it just zooms through and then you put it away thinking oh my gosh I can't be thinking of that can't be thinking of that and then it shows up more and more and more and more and more and then you just realize okay this is this is what's what's got to happen there and again I I um I got a divorce after after six years. It was done. Off off we go. You know, Bob's your uncle. What I find fascinating, though, and I saw all sorts of re, uh, responses on different Facebook posts and, and Twitter and on social media about people who actually divorced their partner and then remarried them years later. How that, common th- is that? Apparently that actually happens. Yeah, I, I've heard of that, too. I'd be interested to know how common that is, though. Chedville, do you know anybody who's done this? Have you done this? I saw one person that said uh, their partner came home and said he wanted out. He was done. She went. She moved out. Uh, was raising. Did her own thing. Did yep. her own thing, and he came back about a year later. Said I made a huge mistake. I made a huge mistake. And, and they got back together. And they got back together, and things have been going really Maybe well for a year. Maybe just needed room. Or, ne- or needed room, I should say. You know, what was I guess, but or needed some space. I don't know. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a divorce lawyer. I'm not a relationship expert. But I've heard that before. Have you been in a relationship? And you're a young guy. Yes. And you have a partner. Um, have you been in a relationship where you've broken up and got back together, and it's lasted for some time? Uh, ten minutes after we broke up, we got back together. Okay, no, ten not ten minutes. I'm talking a week later, <laughs> uh, uh, a month. You know, that's we sort did. Of thing. We did about uh, six months later. Uh, there, there, there was there was two occasions where we broke up, and uh, six months later we got back together, and th- and then it lasted. It was about a four year relationship. Okay. In total, I but should say. In total, say. and at yeah. any time, did you did you think about marrying? Yeah, at that time I did. Uh, but then again, uh, you know, now I think about it, I'm like, whoo, dodged a bullet there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, and it, uh, and everything's working out right now. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy currently. So it works. Well, out. currently. Yeah, currently. I hope she's not listening. In my current relationship, I am the, happy. Yes. She has the radio on downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so along with this one, so you talk about, um, you know, divorce, and. This is uh, Statistics Canada numbers released today, looking at the breakdowns of families in this country. And of course, um, you'll remember that census when it was a year ago, two years ago, and One we all had ago, to I do so, it. Yeah. And I think they ended up getting like 95 or 98% response rate, which was fabulous. So they, well, because we had to do it, because uh, we were threatened if we didn't do it, pretty much. There was um, a nice fine at the yeah. end of that. And jail time, up to three months, apparently. Yeah, I got the short one. I got the short uh, census survey. I wanted the long one. Just because. Well, I thought I wanted the long one, and then I had to do the short one. I thought, no, okay, that's not enough. But when you look at some of the numbers now, more and more uh, folks living on their own, more and more single dads, more and more same-sex marriages, uh, things are changing, and but they have a pretty good reason behind it, they believe. Well, yeah, the, the, I mean, there's uh, quite a few uh, studies that we have in front of us right now. Um, I don't know which one you want to start with right now. Go for it. Uh, okay, so first of all, 
Let's go with, uh, since we're on the topic of divorce, uh, children living with a lone parent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, basically, there's about 20, per, uh, nearly 20% of Canadians uh, in all of the country live with a lone parent. So one parent, single family so, parents. So, yeah, single, pa- single parent family, uh, children living with, uh, with a lone parent anyway. Uh, 16.1% in Alberta, that is actually the lowest across the country. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, highest across the country in Quebec? Uh, would be in Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. 26% of Nova Scotian uh, children, I guess, li- are living with a lone parent. Uh, runners up, uh, just because it's not in any uh, order here. Uh, Newfoundland or Newfoundland, depending on how you want to pronounce it, 23.2%. Uh, Nunavut, 23.9%. Mm. And, uh, and Yukon and the territories at uh, 23 and 22, mm-hmm. respectively. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, Nova Scotia... Oh, and New Brunswick, 24.3. I didn't even see that. Uh, but Nova Scotia seems to be the highest amount, Alberta being the lowest amount. Fewer young families in the country as well. Um, you know, when they talk about the the singles on the rise and the young families, um, some of the singles living on their own, though, they're also attributing that to... Uh, the country's aging population, right? So you have, right. as as our boomers get older and as they start to pass, um, and, and, you know, the folks who are already there, same thing. A lot of people end up wanting to live on their own, maybe still in the house. They're saying, actually, I think there tends to be more women uh, living on their own because of the life expectancy rate for women. But there's better pensions, increased number of women in the workforce, higher divorce and separation rates. All sorts of reasons why uh, those numbers are like they are right now. And another uh, staggering number, anyway, according to Stats Canada, uh, speaking of households, uh, multi multi-generational households. So this means that it's not just you and your kids or mm-hmm. it's not just you and your parents, but it's your grandparents, it's your great-grandparents, it's, you know, three or four different generations living in one household. But I believe, I think you could attribute that to the fact that we have more cultures who are, that are, are making uh, Canada home, and that is just typically what they do. And... Uh, and that is very true. Uh, and they say that that they say that exact same thing, and they see it more prominently in British Columbia and mm-hmm. Ontario, which is seeing the most, uh, I guess, uh, permanent residents that are yeah. gonna, that are coming in into either whether it be Toronto or Vancouver or any of the uh, the lowland, yeah. the BC lowland or the GTA. So, uh, but apparently that grew by thirty seven point five percent, and that is hmm. more rapidly than any other household type. You know, I've talked I've talked to folks who live that uh, way in in Edmonton, and it's just been simply said in in our culture, in our world. Um, you know, my parents took care of me growing up. It is now time we take care of our parents. Um, so very much a, a, a huge extended family uh, living in, in, in those homes. Part of me really loves that idea. Part of, part of me really loves that idea because I, I like the idea of, of <clears throat> taking care of the old of the older uh, people in, in in your family, I love the idea of children having their grandparents nearby and having that that constant uh, role in their lives. On the other hand, it could be very annoying. Oh yeah. man! But so, again, I think that's maybe different ways of thinking depending on where you're from. Well, uh, so that's actually at least it was I should state common in my family, mm-hmm. where uh, a prime example of that was my grandfather passed away uh, last year. 
and or rather two years ago, I should say, and what ended up happening was that my dad moved in with my grandmother. Mm. Fill in the gap kind of thing, right? You know, my dad had a small condo. He's living on his own. That's fine, right? My grandmother had this huge house, right, that my grandfather built. And uh, so my dad did it for about a month. And my grandmother was the one that says, you know what? I I can't stand it anymore, you know? Your grandmom did? Yeah, my grandmother said that. Basically saying that, you know what? I kicked you out, like, when you were 20 years old. I want to remain that way. Right. Yeah. So, but but at the same time, like my dad and my aunt, they go over all the time. Yeah. But the benefit from it is that uh, you can see all your family in one place. Like it's actually really nice in get-togethers. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing when because uh, I actually lived with my grandmother for like my my parents lived with my grandparents uh, at one point of our lives. And it was actually really convenient for a lot of things. Yeah. Right. Sunday dinners were were great. Were easy babysitting. You always ba- had someone around. Exit. Well, that would be more so for my yeah. for my parents, right? It was. It just made yeah. it. It made sense at the time too. Plus, everybody, I guess, aside from my grandmother at the time, but everybody saves money, right? And it could save up a little bit more. I think you don't realize how lucky you are to have um, extended family close by, and it doesn't need to be in the room next door. It could be down the street. It could be in the same city, and until you you. It, it, until you don't have them. I, I never, ever had that. And it, my, my stepsons grew up with their grandparents living just down the street. They were with their grandparents every day for for lunch, being picked up for school. They were there to see their hockey games, their inline games, whatever it is, and 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 just grow up with, with their grandparents. Whereas, you know, I was lucky. I think once a year I got shif- shipped off to, to Lindsay or Peterborough for a week with my grandparents or, or my nan and my poppy. And and I, I think I, I oftentimes I feel like I missed out on something really, really great there. Yeah, it's uh, there is a possibility. You could also may have dodged a bullet at the same time, right? Well, you yeah. know what? I mean, it, and it depends on the relationships as well. So that, the, yeah, especially. So this text coming in from Red Deer says, sounds like the decay of society to me, but we love to celebrate a train wreck in the name of progress. Well, we're not celebrating. We're just telling you what Statistics Canada says. and, and This is what we all put down at yeah, the moment, right? We, so. you know, I'm not sure we're celebrating it, but um, I, I think if we could wiggle our nose and wish everyone had a, a very nice, happy family life and everything that would be great but we know that that's not in fact the case most often it's 320 a quick break we'll back right after this uh, thanks for this text it says heads up longest train in the world crossing on 170th street north of yellowhead i know exactly where that is i have a feeling it's like 144th mm-hmm. avenue that train would take forever I'm sure Shay Gannon would have a field day with that. (laughs) He probably is right now. Knowing him, he's probably just stuck behind it because he's stuck behind every train. Poor guy. Is that his thing? Yeah. Every train, he's always stuck. I've known Shane for Shay Gannon for a long time, and I've never heard about his uh, his trains? trains. Yeah. Oh, you should you should talk to him about trains. He's on holidays right now, though, so. Hopefully he's Probably on somewhere. a train or behind one, so we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, uh, well, we're... Dave in St. Albert says, "Hey, yeah. Brandon, you say you're currently happy in your relationship. Does she know your move that she's?" She, <laughs> she, yeah, she knows. She definitely knows. It's gonna be tough. <laughs> All the best. It's gonna be tough. Uh, it's six hours apart. We've already planted it. So. Okay. Um, so we're getting back to uh, Canadian families here. Of course, as part of the 2016 census, and uh, we were talking about multi generational households and how they've increased by the most of uh-huh. any sort of kind of household. By uh, almost 37%, or if not a little bit more than 37% there. Uh, but more than a third of young Canadian adults, so over, it's now 34.7% uh. of adults age 20 to 34 live with their parents or with at least one parent. Wow. 
That's men a, more likely. A men are more likely to live with their parents than women. Five young men for every four young women. The uh, younger the person is, the more likely to live in the family home. Uh, out of provinces, 42% of Ontario uh, Ontarians live at their parents' home. That's compared to the lowest uh, three-way tie between Saskatchewan, Alberta, and the Yukon. Two-thirds of people aged 20 to 24 live with a parent. You know, I can still see 20 to 24 if you're going to, to college, you're doing trade school, you're going to university, whatever it is. You're trying to get your feet on you, under you after, after whatever. But... Were you not, like, ready to go, though? Oh, I was gone. Yeah. You don't understand. I, I, like, I, I was, was out by, like, my, about, like, my 20th, 21st birthday. Like, I left. I was like, see ya! First, I was 18. You were 18? Ah, well, you, mom, you were ahead of the curve there. My, my folks weren't around much. My parents were um, divorced, and my mom, my mom just wasn't around much. So, Jeff, my brother, and I were on our own quite a bit from the time we were about 16 years old. Yeah. Um, and by on own, I mean, we had a home, we had all that stuff. Just my mom wasn't around. She was involved in, uh, with a relationship, actually, with my best friend's father. Oops. And um, she had, um, they had four girls and two young little girls. So mom was very busy with them, and that's fine, whatever. It's it's all, um, you know, water under the bridge now. But Jeff and I were on our own very much. But when I went to college, when I went to college, I was 18, never went back. And I, I can't even imagine it. And so, you know, our boys, um, he, the the one still at home is coming up to 23 years old. And it's like, okay, it's you've got your feet under your ground here. It's, um, you know, it's time to maybe leave. it's time. You know, so we'll see. And the other one, he was out and done his thing. So I can't imagine being 25, 28, 30, in my early 30s, living with my parents. And I know circumstances sometimes mean that that happens. Maybe you've, you've had a tough financial blow. Maybe you've gotten divorced. Maybe all of those things. And, and that's, you know, what's needed. By choice, I can't imagine it. See, uh... I, I always thought about this. Like, if I ever had to move back to Toronto for any sort of reason, I would never move back with my parents. Like, I'd probably sooner move in with my brother and his wife, mm -hmm. right, than I would with my parents, if he would allow me to. Either that or I'd split a place with my sister, but I definitely would not move back with my parents. That's no knock to my parents at all. They're but, very no. good people. But, but at the same time... There is a very good reason why I left in the first place. <laughs> um, a couple of people, we mentioned that uh, longest train in the world uh, on 170th Street, north of the Yellowhead. A couple more texts coming in says, aha, I'm stuck behind that very train for 40 minutes. And then they said between Yellowhead and 137th Avenue, actually a guy riding in circles on his bicycle because he's bored and another guy just got off um, the motorcycle to stand around. Instead, So heads up if you're in that area. There's a long train. It's 3.30. Uh, Morgan has all your news highlights coming straight up. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.